Welcome to the Elephant Room. We have never done anything like this before. This is crazy. We are here from the University of Toronto Robarts Library. We want to give a shout out to the Black Rod Student Association. Thank you so much for all of your help. For iLive Radio, representing, although you may not be able to see this yet. Um, and I want to thank Chris Jerk for the food. Unfortunately, my online family cannot see the food that we are having here, yeah. but we will eat vicariously. And you, I mean, you can live vicariously through us as we enjoy the Chris Jerk food. I'm sorry for those of you who are not here with us. Um, this is the Elephant Room. And I just here in Toronto, what we like to do is um, acknowledge where we are. So you can click the, we're going to do a land acknowledgement. We like to represent the people who own this land before us. So I just want to give a shout out and a, an acknowledgement to the land that this, this University of Toronto operates on. For thousands of years, it's been the traditional land of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. Today, this meeting place is still the home of many Indigenous people from across Turtle Island, and we're grateful to have the opportunity to have the conversation in, on, in and on this land. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Give me another slide. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but, um, Before we start sliding all over the place, guys, so... You can click it. Okay, I can click. Oh. No, you can click the slide, and then you can introduce yourself. We'll introduce ourselves. All right. Perfect. So, my name is Mike Truth the Nomad, a.k.a. Boogie McCann. Now, that's a very long name, so today you guys can call me Boogie. That's okay. okay. He's Boogie today. Sometimes he's Mike Truth. It's all good. <laughs> My name is L.A., and um, we welcome you to the Elephant Room. So everyone always wants to know, what is the Elephant Room? What is it? The Elephant Room. So I'm sure all of you have heard the expression that there's, there's an elephant in the room, and then nobody is talking about it. So this is how the idea was birthed, is that there are things in our community that we see that are very, they're right there, they're blatant in front of our face, but we tend to ignore them because we don't know how to have those kind of conversations. So what we're doing is we're providing space and an opportunity for people to come together and discuss the things that we need to talk about in order to move forward with our communities. So that's what this is all about. The month of February was Black History Month. And um, <laughs> there was a lot of hypocrisy going on. And we saw it mostly oh. transponding on, uh, on uh, social media. So we figured we would go through a review of the social media events that were taking place. And we would ask you, the people, which ones you get to vote? Which are the topics that you want to talk about? We have what? How many more minutes? We have about 90 minutes to discuss what is going on in social media. So if you can hit the slides, we'll review them. Kinte, I just want to make sure that you can see what we're going to be showing you. Oh, you went too fast. <laughs> we also wanted to say that our community often dwells and laments in the problems that we have and so we wanted to start off although there, it was hard to find there were some success stories so we don't want to think that everything is all bad 
we just wanted to draw attention to some of the good things that are happening that we were able to find on social media. Okay, Boogie. Let's see. Kinti, just let us know if you can see it. You have to press. Here you go. So Lil John opens a second school in Ghana. Yay. This wonderful millennial left her corporate career. Megan. As she opened up her own business. And finally, <laughs> your boy. Doctor. My guy. Umar Johnson. He has given us the location of his school. His second school. Wow. So, <laughs> so there are some things happening, right? Um, so those but, are positives. So those are the positives. And now let's talk about some hypocrisy in our community. <laughs> Already there's some elephants in the room. Let's see if we can identify <laughs> the elephant. Okay. Kinte, can you hear us? Can you check if Kinte can hear us? Yeah. Okay, it looks good. Does it sound good? Yeah. Right. Cool. And anybody who's in the Get Vocal platform that wants to join in, feel free. You just might have to put your uh, microphones on mute, and then you can unmute them when we ask a specific question. Okay, cool. Okay, Shakira. All right. So um, the first one is the Super Bowl, or maybe the Stupid Bowl. I don't know maybe it was the Stupid Bowl. Stupid. <laughs> 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 so, so the first Yo, one. Wait, but first, give this. Give the setup, like. What happened with the Super Bowl? What was supposed to happen or not even happen? So from what I remember, there was a player by the name of uh, Colin Kaepernick who took a kneel to basically represent um, a stop, like, you know, his, his, uh, discontent, his discontentment with what was going on. In, and a lot of people, a lot of artists and celebrities like, yeah, yeah, Cap, what Cap, we, we support you. And so uh, before the Super Bowl, people were saying, yo, Ban the, Super Ban the whole Bowl. season. Ban the whole season. We're not watching them. We're not down with the Super Bowl. But let's hear what our friend here had to say. Yeah, if you guys watch uh, Love of Hip Hop, you know Jesse Wu. Jesse Wu, what's going on? You know, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I just can't help but ask myself the question or ask all of ourselves the question where would we be if our ancestors were as fickle as we are? I thought we were boycotting the NFL. Like I thought the Super Bowl was canceled. I thought the NFL was canceled. Yet here we are. You know, the NFL places the Super Bowl in Atlanta, the Wakanda of the United States. And I'm seeing all of us who were supposed to be standing with Cap attending every event that promotes an organization that oppresses black players amidst the most terrible social issue climate of our lives. Here we are, celebrating. Okay. That's topic one. That's Where topic one. So let's go to topic two. Make sure you think about what you want to talk about. You're going to pick the first topic that we're going to talk about. This is this is the second one. This is 21 Savage. Our friend here is going to give us a whole breakdown, Mr. Justin Blue, about what he thinks is going on with the, with the 21 Savage situation. It's Justin Blue, 60 seconds in enough, but I need you to understand the bigger picture of this whole 21 Savage situation. When a black person is being used as a tool of destruction against their own people, they're allowed to keep doing what they're doing. This is one of the reasons why black gangs are allowed to thrive, while progressive black organizations are quickly dismantled. So you're telling me nobody realized 21's visa was expired when he got kicked out of high school for pulling a gun on another student? Nobody realized his visa was expired when he got arrested for drug charges as an adult? But
but he was arrested a week after going on national television and rapping about immigration, Flint water, and America's legal system. Now, I'm not saying he's an angel, but the brother started using the system to his advantage to make a positive difference. He stopped buying jewelry and started investing, started creating programs to teach financial literacy, started giving thousands of children school supplies. ISIS is trying to tear down his image because they don't want other black men from the street to see that they can finesse the system in the same way. They want to tear down his street credibility to stop him from inspiring other people from similar positions. They're trying to point out that he's from the UK as if the UK doesn't have slums, as if black immigrants don't struggle, as if a person can't move to a city at the age of 12, grow up there, and then rep that location. Okay. okay. So, so far, Super Bowl, 21 Savage. What, what yeah. we got next? So, the, like, before we go to the, um, the other one, you guys notice that the next slide to it too? Mm -hmm. So, um, all that talk, Ludwig Gorenson was the only artist to mention 21 Savage on the Grammy stage. Keep that in mind. So, like, uh, if you just want to talk about hypocrisy, we're going on to the next one. Hey! One of my favorites. <laughs> Cheers to more light skin kids. Okay, let's see. <laughs> All right. Already the black women are kissing their teeth in the room. Let's just go to the next slide before we start a riot up in here. Oh, let's not get angry. Let's not get <laughs> let's angry, not be angry now. black girls. Come on, you know how we be. Oh, oh. We have to play that again. But okay, can I just wait? I mean, before you press play, this is my most all-time favorite. And if we don't pick this as one of the topics, I'm going to be really sad because this is the best thing I've ever seen in February. Okay. Boom. This one? Yes. Wow, bias. A little bit of a bias. Oh. Oh. I can't. I can't. $16,000? I've worked three days this week. <laughs> Maybe you're not as important as you think. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's just not enough. His poverty drove me to come up I'm so important on this show, I'm getting death threats. Wow, this is shocking. You're actually getting fan mail. <laughs> so cool. They didn't take him seriously enough. They don't take me seriously enough. <laughs> so he came up with a plan that would change his life forever. What is wrong, Juicy? I'm sorry, Nigerian Juicy. trainer. <laughs> sorry, Nigerian trainer. I sent myself a death threat letter at work. Nobody cared. Why would no one care? You are famous. I'm gay. Look at that letter was written. And a Trump supporter beat you up in the street because you were famous. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find a MAGA Trump supporter and get him to beat me up in the streets. And then I'll make more money. But you see, where would you find Trump supporters willing to participate in this risky scheme? <laughs> Looking at him right now. <laughs> I'm talking about you guys. was hatched. I have a hat and a loose so that everyone knows I am racist. And I brought the bleach. Bleach? Why? I am so racist that I want to turn black people white. Critics have told me 
performance of the it's year. It's like a Prada, Bur Burberry, and Floyd Mayweather. I mean, Mayweather, sorry. Mayweather. Um, <laughs> no, I think we did it right. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I, I don't know if you guys were in awareness. Um, during that month, it seemed like all these high-end fashion brands, they decided to have a go at, you know, how they could make a mockery out of um, black, black folks. What's here? What's the shoe? Uh, so those are um, actually- What's uh, those the brand? Like, so these ones here, oh, what's her name? That's, That's Prada. That's Prada? Yeah. So have Prada, but like th those shoes, I think Katy Perry or something, like, like Katy Perry as well, she was part of this uh, whole debacle. So those are her, her brands. And What's so, the brand in the corner? Oh, so this that's, is Gucci? That's Gucci. Gucci, yeah, Gucci and then Middle Prada. Middle is Burberry, Prada, exactly. and then Katy Perry. Katy Perry. And, and so basically, so uh, in the midst of seeing all of this, our um, national hero, um, uh, Mr. Undefeated. Mr. Undefeated. <laughs> he, uh, he was seen He's doing this. Controversy. Yeah, I'm sure you heard you know black folks, you know, they, they had the black face sweater and you know a lot of prominent artists were dropping there. You know, black Man, listen, I don't got nothing against nobody. Really? Um my thing is this, I support everybody, I like everybody. And my thing is this, I like to live life and do and do what I like to do. I'm not no follower, I do what the fuck I wanna do. Right. Uh, because everybody say uh wear this or don't wear this, I'm wearing what the fuck I wanna wear. I'm about to go into Gucci. Were you disrespected at all by the whole black thing? I'm about to go into Gucci. Now, I saw you dropped that light 40 on you know, at that uh, tournament the other day. That game. Oh, yeah, but you see, we've been in there shopping today. Look at Oh, man. Hey, you're not worried about the backlash at all. Look at all the Gucci bags. Oh, man, I'm living life, man. I'm living life. Because, you, know, you know, people like T.I. and Soldier Boy, they're done with Gucci. And they said, all I got to say is this. I don't follow. Right. I do what I want to do when I want to and how I want to. I love it like everybody. Right, right. You said they're gonna be upset with me. Right, yeah. Right. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, my God. He can't read, so he can't read. <laughs> oh, that's that's exactly what that's 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 wow. Okay. Next one. Next one. <laughs> right. I hope you guys are keeping track because we're gonna have to talk about at least one or two of these topics. <laughs> Oh, our friend, our Kelly. Hey. Oh. I mean, my yeah, our non. Well, anyways, depend on your views. But our non friend. Um, our friend or non friend? <laughs> okay. So I mean, R. Kelly and uh, Mr. R. Kraft kind of speak RKs. for themselves. The R.K.s. Yeah, they kind of speak for themselves. Um, I don't. I don't want to give it too much attention at the moment because there's no video to watch. But you can keep that in mind if you want to discuss it. We can take it up here. But as you can see, there's a lot to talk about. And there's, so. a, there's a huge elephant. So the, the point is, I don't know up. if anyone ever heard have heard that out there, but um, one of the members of the audience has said has stated that you know Robert Kraft, while it's still illegal, um, at least they're of age. Yeah. And um, just keeping selling sex. I mean, that's a 
woman's prerogative to be reading. Selling yeah. sex is the woman's prerogative. I'm just putting out there what people mm -hmm. are saying in the audience here. Oh, children are young. I think this topic might want to come out. We'll see just now. Just let's go to the next topic and see. Oh, the belly of the ball. And black masculinity. Yeah. So um yes. So like this actually um from the Oscars last week. So okay, so there's there's some children in the room and they think, why is that man wearing a dress? And you know, these are the topics that in our communities we're not talking about. But guess what? He's on TV, and my son wants to know, why is that man wearing a dress? We need to address these elephants in a positive way so that we can figure out how to continue to move forward as a community. Community, sorry. Okay, next one. Miss Monique, the Monique effect. I think you got some video for that one. Right. Cool, And we try to come through this, because what I want really is for you to come through, because I know who you really are. And so what I what I want you to do is come through this with a different way because Monique, you my girl. I love you like a sister. I hate what's happening to you. I hate what they're saying that's not true. I want them to know that you are caring, that you're a great mother, that you are incredible talent. I don't like the fact that you've been blackballed. You can be unblackballed. You too talented to have to worry about all this where the next one coming from. I want it to end for you. I want it to end for you, Monique, because I love you. Because these people are doing it the wrong way. And you better than that. You are better than that. And then in the same um in the same interview. As we try to come through this, because what no, I want no, no, really no, no. is for you to come through, because I know who Steve, you really Steve, no, Steve. We heard you already, Steve. Another one, Steve. I've done nothing wrong. When you tell the truth, you have to deal with the repercussions of the truth. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Let me, no, your husband yes. can't be the Sydney that he really is out here. Let me tell you. Not, that flexing, Let me we got to flex a different way. We out here in a game. This the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. This is the money, money game. game. We in the money game. And you cannot sacrifice game. yourself. But the best uh, thing you can do for poor people is not be one. You cannot help them. We're in the money game. Life. But let me tell you what the game is before the money game. Like before the money game, it's called the integrity game. And we've lost the integrity worrying about the money. But more. And wait a minute. If wait I minute. crumble, if you my crumble. children crumble, my grandchildren crumble, I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here and let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. There are ways to win the war in a different way. We got more. So the question for the Monique effect is, is what Steve Harvey saying? Is he representative of a coon? Or is he just telling the truth? Or is it a little bit of both? So keep that in mind. And I, mean, I think, okay, so how many more do we have? I think this might be the last one. And, uh, no, no, you think he stands for stands with Kaepernick? What's that? Well, you think he stands with Kaepernick? Yeah. Yeah. I said nobody cares about black women oh, as a subject. That's a big thing. I would like to. So I wonder. All right, let's see if there's another one. Let's see if there's another one. Okay, no. Okay. okay, so let's go back. Let's see. Can you? Can somebody in the audience let me know who's monitoring the Get Vocal? What is the topic? So what do they want to focus on first? What's the first topic? Anyone in Get Vocal, they can add to the room. Anyone here, you can lift your hands and decide which topic you'd like to discuss first. Oh, we got somebody here, Laura. Okay, so we are going to vote for Justin. 
So like, they're all there for Jesse, okay? And Laura? Okay, Steve Harvey. You do want to talk about the Steve Harvey Jesse thing? Anybody Harvey. else? I would be a show hand, so um, Okay, so Jesse, <laughs> my favorite, versus uh, Monique. Steve Harvey. So Steve Harvey and Monique. So for a show of hands, who wants to talk about Smollett first? Jesse, with the Nigerian trainers. <laughs> Okay, and uh, online, what's going on on Get Vocal? Uh, Jesse or Monique. Oh, Jesse uh, or Monique. One, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. We have approximately one hour, so I think we can do some good damage. I want the Get Vocal family to know that this Sunday, we will address the topics that we don't get to here. So the lucky thing is for Get Vocal that we'll be able to engage in this topic a little bit better on Sunday at 3 p.m., but for now, uh, we have some people entering the room. <laughs> no, it's all good. Come on in. Um, yeah. And now, like, um, you guys, you guys want to start with Jesse? Or I want to start with Jesse. Jesse. Let's start with Jesse, and then we'll move over to Mooney. Okay. 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 So, so Mr. Uh, controversy, you take it away. <laughs> what do you want to focus on exactly? Well, I mean, the elephant in the room for, Here, for Jesse. I guess uh, the main question that comes to my mind is is um, why why would a if it's true, allegedly, because I'm still not sure if... Um, really? Yeah, I, I mean, it, at this point, it's all allegations. I mean, they have a lot of um, evidence. Is he still defending it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Go, can you give her the mic? So the only reason we need you on the mic is so that we can hear your, your footage after. Don't be shy. No. Don't worry. Go ahead. No, he's still saying that he's innocent. He's still saying he's innocent. Okay. Any, anybody on Get Vocal can come in the room and you can start commenting so that we can hear you and be a part of that conversation. One of the audience members here said that he is stating that he is innocent. Hi. <laughs> what do you think about that? Do you think he's innocent? Absolutely not. There's too many things. There are too many things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, he's um You think he's you think he's guilty? Oh yeah. I knew he was guilty before he was talking about definitely like oh whoa this is huge this is heavy and based on how i felt about it um for, for, um for, because of history and the existence of our people and how we've been exploited and and murdered and we've gone through so much strife a story like that affected so many of us even if you weren't black it's a it's a really affecting story mm -hmm. so it was very weird to me when he got on stage to do a concert oh, a couple days later. Before? I was like, how is he moving like that? And even say his body's not completely hurt like it was um, reported. Mm -hmm. Your mental state, being having a noose put around your neck and bleach poured on you and beaten, mm -hmm. there's no way your mental state can bring you to do a concert. I don't care how strong you are. You need to take time to deal with that spiritually 
and then address your audience when you feel you're right because that is a very traumatizing thing to go through but mm. to get on stage dance around say there's nothing wrong with me look my ribs are okay mm. and then say i fought back and i'm the gay tupac was very irresponsible of him because i mean everybody is watching to see what you're going to say that will ease out all of our pain that we have for you mm. to me that was the death gift Wow. Right. For me, the interview. I didn't even watch the He wore the news home. Do you see what I mean? Like, even when he was describing his attack, there were holes in his story all the way through. He wore the news home. He was out at 2 a.m. in the morning um, out to get a sandwich. And he supposedly got jumped. There There was footage on... Um, there was like there were cameras around that yeah. got footage. That's how they caught the two guys. Yeah, and I'm I'm absolutely just beyond upset about the fact that he was gonna let these two guys go to prison for his lie. He yeah. was gonna let them go to jail and spend real time in, of their lives for a lie. Wow! Like how could you do that? How you have no integrity as a person? Like I'm just really upset about that. Okay, I think John Paul's gonna represent what's happening on Get Vocal. So Pat's saying um, she feels kind of bad that people are putting so much um, so much emphasis on entertainment. Anything else you want to add to that? Sports and big entertainment should have been outgrown after a certain age. It's a bit frustrating. So what do you guys think about that? The importance we put on entertainment and entertainers. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, all the news media seems like it talks more about entertainers and the fake world than they do about real news. We don't know what's happening around the country, let alone our brothers and sisters from the in the islands, mm-hmm. and um, especially what's going on in the U.S. We don't see, we only see, you know, what these fake people are doing. Yeah. Do you think that fake news or this focus on entertainment happens mostly with just within the black issues? Is that what the the media take tends to take up? Because are are there other real life issues that are? Because I mean, we seem so distracted by entertainment. No, go ahead. That's go ahead, what honey. I was gonna say it's distraction away from the real issues. Yeah, but how many of us are eating it up? I mean, mm-hmm. we're here uh, just to talk about elephants in the room. You know, we're educated people. I wouldn't say you, Laura. I think you are, you know, more enlightened maybe than some of us. Um, but you know, we're all here. We have our Instagram accounts. We have our Facebook accounts. We have our Black Twitter. Who represents Black Twitter in here or online? Till this day, all day. <laughs> right. We we consume these things. But what are we doing with this information? What, how are we taking up 
what is happening with these distractions. When that video came out, this is America. And he was showing us, for me, that's how I took it in, was he was showing us all of the distractions that were happening around us. Meanwhile, do you see the other images that are coinciding with those, those distractions? And we've become desensitized to, to some of these things, right? Well, Go ahead. I think that um, also the, it's an issue of us being too reliant on um, things that are external to us. We, we, we do depend too much on the outside world to tell us how to think, how to be, and you know, like, what is really right. So like I think that um, when I look at a situation like this, um, like like Juicy's, is his name Juicy Jesse? Juicy <laughs> Jesse Jesse oh, Jesse yeah Jesse yeah I know like, <laughs> that's the what the Nigerian said, yeah, the trainer calls him. So, like, <laughs> so when you're him as a Juicy, um, <laughs> like um, it 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 showcases that because like if once again like I'm saying allegedly if um he, he is lying then it shows this need for validation that I think a lot of us from from infancy that like we have, we, we, we feel this need to be validated by the things that are external to us. And I wonder why that is, like, like what, what drives that? Oh my God, Kinte said, uh, he provided jobs for immigrants. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> of course, he's that's joking. That's that, that's, that LA <laughs> that's that L.A. comedy. That's that L.A. comedy. Let me see. Shan, what did Shannon say? I said on that part, um, Pat, it's always been like that. And no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, like, so it, it's just so interesting, though, because you, you do look at, and if it is true, you do like, you look at people that are going through issue because i don't know if i'm classified real or not because i'm not the judge of that i think that's like another elephant that we tend to do a lot Classify, like almost um a term that i heard um i heard used the used before was um the suffering olympics of suffering we, t we tend to classify the oppression olympics yeah the oppression like olympics we tend to classify you know our journeys to, to others and so it's like that aspect of it I do know that there are people out there that are really, really uh, suffering when it comes to like financially, that um, they they make way less than Jesse. And um, <laughs> he said sixty thousand dollars. I worked three days this week. Like when you think about that, for somebody who's in in, in a right. much much more um, you know, because it is it's it's a low. Um, it is okay. So, okay, yes, the actress. To the general public, yes. that's somebody's salary for the year. Yes. Right? Right? 60. Yeah. But like, right? Right. Like some people have like maybe 20,000, 30,000. Yep. Mm -hmm. To an actor mm -hmm. on a hit show like that, mm -hmm. usually it starts there when the show comes, or it starts at about 40, 50. And then if the show blows up, which it did, mm -hmm. then they up your salary big time. Right, mm -hmm. so for him to just be at 60, 65, you're yeah, like it's been on for like seasons, it's mm -hmm. had some seasons, right? And he's oh, a major player, yeah. So I'm like, why hasn't his salary gone up? So I understand where he's coming from, but it's still really petty because mm -hmm. that's a lot of money. Okay, wait, <laughs> Kinte has something to say, uh, yes, Kinte just has something to say. He's just saying that we're being too nice to Jesse and we're going too deep. And he's just a bad person. Oh, that's <laughs> trying to find reasons why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. That guy. But I, I think there's like some, some validity. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's some people who 
you may think are um, uh, in a certain group or maybe they're oppressed or maybe X, Y, Z, but there are some people who are in those groups who are just bad people. Um, and I think yeah. we're like, maybe we should be overanalyzing it, but I think sometimes it's just bad people who see an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty bad mind. No, that's like, like this, <laughs> it's pretty bad mind to to fully go to the lengths that he did to what get the potential of more money. There was no guarantee that that was going to give him more money. And I don't even I don't watch that show. So I don't know how he expects people to believe that two random people, two white random people would know would know who he was at 2 a.m. <laughs> To come okay. get him. I don't know. Uh oh, we have the we have the peanut gallery in the house. <laughs> come on. What do you think about Jesse? Yeah, take it. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I just came in. Um, it makes me angry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Just recording me. Um, it makes me angry because if you look at stories, any story that anybody tells, why would you have to make up real stories and like discredit by just one person? So all like one person can literally ruin it for everybody. Right. And when this happens, it like I know Republicans that are like open Republicans are just looking at this story like. These Democrats, plural, are treating us like like you guys are you guys are jokes. You're you're this. You're that. And discredits my story. Just discriminates discriminates people of color story, even people that identify as LGBT LGBTQ their story. It's really sad. It's like we have to constantly defend ourselves and constantly keep going and going and going and. It just doesn't feel like it's going to stop anytime soon. It's really disheartening. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Me Too movement where, you know, all of these women were coming out of the woodwork calling out Me Too, Me Too. And then, you know, of course, we don't want to victim blame, but it also opens it up to women you know, putting themselves on blast and then men not feeling trustworthy. <laughs> like if there's a lot of men in the corporation, corporate world, and there's a, a woman that needs to join the party that needs to be a part of the boys club. Guess who's just gotten herself out of a promotion because the likelihood of them wanting to have her around, all she needs to say is two little words and everything is done. <laughs> everything gets shut down. And then what about the women who are using that for money and for gain, kind of like Jesse? Right. Mm -hmm. And then so what happens to those victims? There are victims on both sides there um, for the gay men who are trying to fight for their place in society and the women who are actually being abused by these people by constantly talking about these issues. And they're not true. Um, you're making it worse for everybody else who's actually in the struggle trying to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. John Paul. Oh, go ahead. Boogie. Oh, no, no. That John Paul, do you have any more comments on? Okay, we're going to. Yeah, we'll see what time it is. Okay. Oh, Patricia has something else to say. Um, says her sister, who's from Chicago. Black folks knew right away the story was fake. It was Sub Zero out, and Jesse, perhaps Jesse hadn't progressed to the point where 
he has no Uber Eats. Um, <laughs> well, with 60000 he maybe can't afford Uber Eats <laughs> <laughs> at 2 a.m. Ain't no black folks searching for food at 2 a.m. in the winter. <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> Not if they're in Canada. <laughs> yeah, the holes in the story. Go ahead, Ms. Shakira. Right. <laughs> No, no, I it's only hi, hey, welcome hey. to the room. It's uh 512. So we, we might be able to get through more because although the video was quite entertaining, you missed the video, it was really entertaining. Um, we can go on to the Monique issue, which might unless anyone else has anything to say. Does anyone online on Get Vocal have anything to add about Mr. Smollett? Do you oh, you do? Something? Yeah, go um, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. He said it. Yep. He yeah. said it from he jump, it. right? He, he said, said it right, right away. Really? When he was right mad away, at him. He was like, yeah. he was right. like, I don't believe in this period. But um, did, okay, so here's another elephant in the room, right? When when heterosexual men came out and said that this story wasn't true. The backlash on those men because mm. you're not supporting the LGBTQ community, mm. you know? And now when th this is exactly your point, right? Is that it makes it bad for the people who are actually struggling because look now what's what what are all those people saying to those heterosexual males who were calling it out from the beginning what do you, what do you think about that matt do you want to have something to say no, okay no, i mean no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean me personally like i i was shocked to hear that news but then I feel like, especially as a heterosexual man, like I have no voice to even say that. So, right? Uh, okay. I definitely didn't want to believe it, mm. and a lot of my LGBT friends were like, "Oh my god!" Like they were supporting Jesse even when mm. he he did come out saying he was lying or whatever. Or I guess news. The uh, news said, that he was yeah. Lying and stuff. So mm. I'm like, see, so he's just gonna make matters worse. Like, why would he lie? Is he like, I don't know, insecure about something that he just wants attention? Like, what was the whole point of that? It's just. Seriously. Is digging a bigger hole for ourselves, for the LGBT <laughs> and black people? Like, why? Like, I really want to know his motive behind all that. Yeah. Just making that as well. Come closer. Yeah. If you're too far. Sander Stetson, her Fitbit is on point right now. <laughs> but like, um, what you call it? Like, a quick elephant that I want to point out. So there seems to be this narrative of um, individual and community. I don't know if you guys are picking that up because it seems like now, as an individual, like the way that you know you show up in the world, the things you do, now it's like affecting the whole community. Now, so like it's it's like this policing that we have kind of going on. That's and took away from actual cases that needed to be solved or needed police attention. Mm. I really, really am upset about that because I feel like <clears throat> it should have never happened. Right. And, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, Anybody else on Get Vocal? No. Um, oh, go ahead. I mean, institution. Wait, wait. We gotta wait till you get the mic. <laughs> Do we think if? So I, I have two things. Okay, two I'm things. I'm gonna have this whole room to say, but I, I want to say, what if it comes to light that he is actually telling the truth? I mean, what if? I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just. I'm not saying. She's playing. 
the advocate. The advocate right now. And because there's a many times where things have come, you know, people have uh, basically villainized somebody in that is maybe made a mistake. Right now we're going through that with this girl Jordan and the Kardashians. Oh, Jordan Wood. Jordan Wood. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of like a March issue because it kind of happened at the end of February. But that's okay. What if it comes to light that this young man is innocent? I mean, are people going to apologize? I mean, are people going to, or is he still kind of like within the within the media, public opinion has ruined his whole career. Mm. So do we oh, think yeah. about things like that? And then also the other thing is that institution, like historically, these institutions like, you know, the police have been doing this for years. Mm. So this isn't all new. None of this yep. is new. The police so, have been doing what for years? For years, the police have been you taking resources from something and putting it towards something uh. else. And, um, and for years, the news has been taking stories and that are usually stories that um, have nothing to do with underlying like, surface issues right. and not doing anything about it. Like we've been kind of going in circles. Mm -hmm. So what really, what is happening? What is the outcome? Where's the change? Right. That's what I think. That was the second thing, right? No, I just lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the, these are very good points. Um, I, I, I think I want to just um, shift focus a bit towards Monique. Wait, I, was there anything last thing? Um, on? Okay. Yeah. All right. Do we want to just because there's new people in the room go back to playing the Monique thing? Yeah. Well, there's people that won't have context. Oh, you're good. Yeah, okay, I see, I knew people weren't really clear on what. I don't know what I was looking at. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to explain the Monique thing. Go so, ahead, Monique. Um, recently, I don't know if you guys heard, Monique, um, she was supposed to have a special with Netflix, and um, I think that she felt that they were trying to um, under, like, underpay her. Underpay her. So um, she, she, she went on, um, obviously, on, on social media and everything, and said, hey, like, let's boycott um, Netflix. Like, I mean, there's a bit more to the story, but she was calling for, like, a huge boycott. Turn up, Matt, go ahead. I'm not going to stop. Matt, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so here's my issue with the movie. Wait, you're, the yeah, issue? Yeah. When is explaining what happened? Oh, my God, he's ready. He's, he's, he's ready, ready to get Monique. Matt is ready for Monique. <laughs> Man. So, um, so, yes, Monique was calling for a boycott of Netflix, and um, it didn't really happen because I, I still have my Netflix account. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 listen, I'm a single woman. Netflix is my life. <laughs> but, like, but the thing about that, too, is, like, on, on one side, like, I can actually see, like, uh, what she's talking about when it comes to black women not uh, being almost, like, shut out. So uh, while she was going through that, the, the, there was a lot of public um, backlash so from people like Oprah, um, Lee Daniels, and um, Steve Harvey. So Steve Harvey then uh, invited her to come on his show so they could talk it out. No mano y mano, and um, and so, like, that's what we, we saw during that interview. Like, clips of it is what we saw Steve Harvey's um, talking about survival and you know, almost kind of quote unquote, um, or um, Cooning. exactly, or I mean, from or is he telling the truth? If he's telling the truth, like survival, like survival, you kind of basically you have two certain things, so like, that's a bit. Okay. Oh. Just, just, go ahead. Go ahead. Siding with his wife. Yeah. 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 Playing to his wife's people. 
<laughs> Play into the white That's people. I like that definition. But when you look at it historically, which Steve Harvey was coming from, you wouldn't call it cooling because mm -hmm. you had to be in the United States and Canada in the black community for what they went through. And because you meet that Monique is already at the table and he's saying, Behave yourself. Behave, behave yourself, yourself at the be, table. At, at the table because, you know, like some money is better than no money. You have money to feed people. You know, like like my cousin is Viola Desmond in her, and I know about the oppression. I grew up with the oppression. So, so as much as some of the people wanted to do things, they were worried about um, yeah, we, we overlook a lot um, the different the disenfranchisement that happened in the United States. And while we don't have it great here in, in Canada, I, they, I think they got it in some ways a lot worse. I can't say that because for some reason there's an elephant in the room with Canadian racial politics uh, that kind of hides it. We make it seem, yes. Yeah, we don't even have a course here. here. Yeah, we, we don't really <laughs> we don't talk about it. How do we not study Black history? <laughs> no, but it gives us the impression that we have some privilege here in Canada as Black Canadians over our partners on, across the border, in, especially in the southern states. Well, <laughs> Hello, we need you to be on the mic, girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I think you think that has a little bit to do with Canada Canada's called the promise. Yeah, like, uh, I didn't even know that. Like, <laughs> that's what Canada's former name was. The promise. What? Yeah. Zion? Like a Wakanda? Yeah. Zion? <laughs> no, that's true. The, the underground wow. Railroad. The Underground Railroad. Look at the language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but I think that that's, that's a really great point. So, um, is oh, you have something on there? Well, they're just playing a numbers game. They're playing a numbers they're, game? They're saying Monique. Um, Keenan said she wasn't worth 60 million. <laughs> 20, 10, 5, or 1 million. Um, maybe she did the production herself. Or she should have done the production herself because she's so popular. <laughs> Shannon says 13 million. Oh my gosh. Keenan says awesome. 100. Not, she oh, was offered 500,000. That's, that's she was offered 500,000. Shannon says she's reporting facts. She's worth an estimated 13 million. Okay, you have to say into the mic, sweetie pie. <laughs> Don't we think that, like, that sounds a lot to me, like, just Hollywood privilege. Because the rest of us offered 500 whatever she was offered. But you may not be as quick to jump on it with the career that she's trying to um, back up for herself. And that's the other elephant. Mm -hmm. Oh, Zavara has something to say. You, you need to come closer, Zavara. You're kind of far, Dredd. Dread, you're well far. Kings don't move. No, but the queen is asking you to please move. <laughs> no, but when you think about, she was defending her career and saying that if she was a man, because other men who have the same popularity as her would have would not have been offered five hundred thousand. And they don't have an Oscar. And they don't have an Oscar. Guys, I've already got the mic. Okay. Okay. Let's respect the mic. Yeah, one, two, if three, you can rhyme, I just wanted to wish you a nice day. I just wanted to wish you a nice day. Can I see and, him? Uh, I think my sister, 
I can't see him. Unless, yes, unless we know the area of uh, uh, Korea and what's in it, maybe it's quite easy to say, oh, this is privilege or not, because there's a lot of work involved and people have provided uh, for years and years and no ins and outs, so they tend to create their own what, um, a value system in terms of how much am I worth. For the outsider, your reference point usually is based on what you know and what you do in your area of work. And the reason I mentioned my sister in here was because she's in the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. So she understands if you're not fully um, uh, rounded to know what you're worth, your integrity, at the same time, not selling yourself just mm. because this is brand so and so, mm. then you'll be always be swaying around. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that is the area to be looked at instead of uh, actually. I thought the actual discussion was the fact that Steve mm. was not really giving her a chance to speak. Boom. Well, that, <laughs> that's, that's that. why the subtext says nobody cares about black women. That's why it's right? not mansplaining. Yeah, it was, she, he was mansplaining <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I was, I, Mm -hmm. My impression was this discussion was about Well, it's not an explanation. It's that's the point of showing this is why the visual and these videos are so important because as we scroll aimlessly and take in these images, take in these narratives, it is talking to us, it is informing us, it is ascribing on our souls what we think about ourselves and how we want to see each other. Right? So we have to address these things because if we don't start to address them, what's the matter? Kinte wants to Okay, sorry. That was really rude. That Talk about like making the woman shut up. <laughs> you just did. You just did. <laughs> 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 you just told me, hey, oh, no, 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 no. Kinte boogie. needs to speak. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You could have told me after I said. Oh, oh, oh. It's okay. Think about that. It's all good. Okay. Kinte wants to say something. Yes, um, okay, I guess I'll read it. I'm gonna speak for you, Kinte. Isn't that what angry black women do? Oh, 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 we're going there. I'm just playing. Don't get so serious. Okay, let me make it simple. The mansplaining? Let me make it simple. If you have a Wayne Gretzky rookie card worth $10 million, you wouldn't take it. You wouldn't take 500,000 for it, right? Right. Okay, they're saying true. And now he wants to know what's mansplaining. <laughs> oh, who, who, who created mansplaining? Uh, what no, no, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> Women. Who said it in the room? No, you said it in the room. Okay, Kinte wants to know what mansplaining is. <laughs> is it even explainable? Like Men take it upon themselves oh. that are not informed of the female experience to explain our experience to us. On, um, on what she needs to say on is, our... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my exactly God. like that. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Don't you need us to do that for you? Oh, right, uh, right. Kinte just, just plain. Like you have to know, Kinte is a, a joke. I, I mean, I hope so. I can't swear for him. I just, <laughs> are you are you woman's planer? I'm woman's planer. You need to take Candace. You need your you need the mic. Go ahead. Very very short. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I, I remember watching this. Actually, I watched this episode on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember one thing that uh, Monique said, and she because 
what I know, majority of all of the comics that get shows on Netflix, it's based on all your ticket sales of comedy shows that you've done. And I remember her talking about her accolades and about she was, you know, one of the highest um, sold tickets for a female um, comedian. For a female comedian. She also had a huge history of a show. She had she won been, an Oscar. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I think we're kind of ignoring that little bit, that no, little, that's, little part. Hmm, that's of, true. Of, but Her how, deserving. So I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Her career is great. Yeah. yeah, her career has been really, really great. But the thing is that made when I remember when I was watching it. Now I remember thinking, but the media, the millennials, and the media now don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. So I think that has to be taken. Were you going to say something now? Uh, yeah, go on. Okay, he's ready now. He's ready. That's actually what I was going to say. Charlemagne actually said it the best. Where, <laughs> where there was um, Amy Schumer had an HBO series and was able to do Amy Schumer. I don't, I don't really like her, but uh, Dave Chappelle did, did stuff and he was doing shows. He was on the road a lot. There's like a bunch of people that have Netflix specials that are on Netflix that have worked really hard to get those Netflix specials. Okay, Kente, wait, wait, wait. Kente's going to wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Can you guys hear me? Hey. Hey, uh, how's everybody doing? We're good. Can you okay, guys? Okay, that was it. Wasn't about the Netflix deal. It was about the fact that she was blackballed by Lee Daniels, uh, the old, the unholy trinity of Lee Daniels, Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> and Tyler Perry. That's what that's what the whole issue was. And he, she was. Uh, Steve Harvey was telling her, "You got a buck dance if you want to make it into the industry." It really wasn't about the Netflix deal when it came to the the clip that you showed. In that whole episode. Oh, okay, okay. So then, about that, then. Oh, go on, go on. Can Can you come speak into the mic, sweetie? So, this thing is. Um, sorry. So where is she? Oh, there I she is. Because she she said something to Oprah. Mm. Yeah, she what, said something to Oprah. Oh yes, the my private the private part comments. Yeah. She told her yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. Monique, and that's why Steve Harvey was saying like you're create you're committing suicide, like you're basically committing suicide for your career because of the unholy trinity as Kinte has. You know. um, and that's what Steve Harvey was trying to make. Okay. Yeah, basically, he was saying, like, uh, you know, you can't speak, uh, you know, truth that, uh, you know, master hear you. So you got to be quiet and, you know, do play the game. Master will hear you. So, you know, because that's what he does. So he's saying you got to be like me. Not about nothing. So you, you're on, Kinte, you are team coon for Steve Harvey. I've been like, I've been years. So <laughs> okay, we got we got one vote for Coon. Any and we have one vote for Truth Teller. Anybody can see? Oh, okay. Oh, more votes for Coon. We got more votes for Coon. Steve Harvey. Okay, he's Coon. But when you're not making any money in the industry and you're washed up. Oh, you're not finished. Finish what you're saying. No, 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 no,
you know, like a lot of people, <clears throat> they were famous at one time and then their ratings go down. And then they think that's because their ratings went down and people are not interested in it. The relevance is gone. <laughs> and so you can't be worth the same amount of money like like all the millions that you think that you're worth. Because we've never produced a show mm. on Jews making money. But at the same time is Steve Harvey from the old school, he's old and he had to go through a lot of things. So it's not the fact that he's the cool, mm -hmm. it's the fact that um He's saying there's a better way to skin the cat. Mm -hmm. But what? But what about all those people? There, there's some truth to that. But what about all the people that were a part of that Super Bowl thing, right? They, those are not old school. No, they're not that. We could definitely get to that. Yeah, well, we, I mean, that is kind of part of what we're talking about here. In that, all of these people wanted to take a stand at the Super Bowl and not support it because of what Kaepernick was, you know, initially standing or kneeling for. And um, all of those young people that said they didn't want to be a part of it in, in support of him, so the integrity piece that Monique's talking about, they were doing they side parties at the him. Super Bowl, that mm -hmm. Cardi B still did a, a, a Pepsi commercial. Um, you know, there's all of the, this hypocrisy mm -hmm. of people still participating um, Jay-Z and Beyonce still sent their artists to go and sing the national anthem. So where is the line? So is he really cooning? I guess so, because... I think so. <laughs> My phone thinks so. No, Your phone definitely no, thinks so. I, I definitely think so, because I think that um, we get to a, to a place where um, we talk a lot about emancipation. Like we, We're very good at talking about it, but the actual like practicality of it, like living in it, a lot of people like are scared. And I think like in our history, there has there, there has to come a time where um, like basically like more people also take more sacrifices. So I hear when um Steven is saying, "Well, what about my kids? Like they're gonna crumble and everything." See, you're continuing like a cycle that them they're going to have to coon like like you did. They're gonna have to work for somebody like like just like you're doing, and and then they're going to like they're going to keep complaining about how yeah. we are not being basically treated fairly. Once right. again, it comes down to like the idea of us looking to external forces mm -hmm. to come and help us. So for me, I, I support Monique's mindset, even though like the way she, like, that's that's the way, the way she's going about it. It is what it is. You know, like, like, like she's an individual and she's expressing like how she feels. I feel like because that it comes to time where we have to take a stand and take the all the stuff that comes with it. So that way, like the people that come after us, they're, they're truly going to benefit. So that's I what don't I mean. Think to, to ban Netflix, though, was, oh, was yeah, the right thing. Think about it, and through the history of people who've made, who've taken stands, that in that moment, they were, it wasn't like a lot of people were, that we propped them on our shoulders and, and all of that. You have to be not afraid to, to go against the norm. I think she deserves a lot of credit for having the courage to stand on her principles. And I, I think that, um, what she's saying is 100% true. And, you know, and everybody's coming for her. But you look back and, you know, Eartha Kitt back in the day who took stands that were unpopular and suffered for it, you know. And what happens is when people do that, it allows the people that come from behind, come behind to benefit 
from it too. So I think she deserves a lot of credit. I mean, the whole argument about did she do everything perfectly right? I mean, there's no book to tell you what to do. You know, she's going off of uh, uh, energy and emotion, but I think she deserves a lot of credit. And, and talking about energy and emotion, I'm sorry. She always seems really composed when she's talking about it, actually. I've never heard her yelling and screaming. She's getting a lot of bullshit thrown at her. That woman never really broke. Oh, come closer. Yeah, go ahead. Patrick's going to come closer. The mic can't go that far. But Patrick's going to say something right now. No, wait, wait, wait. You have to wait. Patrick's going first. <laughs> um. I'm listening to the conversation. It's really kind of interesting. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, I was I had a conversation with uh, with this great guy that I work with, and um, we were talking about the type of work that we do. And he was talking about his parents. His parents came over as immigrants, and his parents basically kind of uh, scrimped and saved and lived very meagerly and took a lot of hits because at the time when they came over, being Greek in Toronto was not necessarily a good thing. Right. And he said the one thing his parents taught him was that everything that they did was not for them, but it was for the next generation. So he ended up, you know, his parents eventually opened the restaurants, and he worked part-time at the restaurant, and he was doing his own thing. And, um, you know, we were talking about retirement, we're talking about, all, you know, the future, all this sort of stuff. And he says, you know what, Patrick, everything I'm doing has nothing to do with Everything I'm doing is focusing on the next generation, is to make sure that my kids don't have to deal with any of the hardships that I had to deal with. So putting them financially in a stake that they can choose their own path, they can decide what battles they want to fight, they can decide what struggles they want to because they're going to have the means to do it. So maybe Steve Harvey's perspective is thinking, you know what, if, if I need to be a coon right now, mm -hmm. the world see me as a coon, mm -hmm. maybe I need to do that right now so that my next generation will have the option to be able mm -hmm. to decide, you know what, if, if they want to stand with Kaepernick, then you can do that because they're in a financial situation that they can be secure. Mm -hmm. like, it's different ways of, mm -hmm. of viewing it. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think a lot of times we, we look at each other as, um, as coons or as sellouts or mm -hmm. as all these different things, but we need... We need the Black Lives Matter people on the front line, and we also need the people in the system right. working behind to sort of to be making the changes in the system. Mm -hmm. And if we, if, if everybody's on the front line, then society's going to look at look at us like we're all crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the respectability <laughs> politics are real. Thank you for saying that, Patrick. But Zavar, I will address respectability politics in a second. I just want to hear what Zavar had to say. Go ahead. Not too much. Just on the energy part. I think our ways of projecting the energy. Did you just say correct? Yeah. Hmm, correct. that's interesting. Yes, <laughs> correct way of uh, retaining your energy. Oh, the correct way to retain your energy. Not the correct way <laughs> to be heard. True? To be heard. No. It's well, for yourself. Eventually it will become. Because when you're, when you're caught in not reacting to a circumstance, then attention is actually coming to you. When you're if you're actually a soul healing word, a phrase that has a similar um, connotation, when, when you make so much noise, you lose a lot of attention. When you remain calm, why is he or she not saying anything? 
why they're saying it's very calm, very collected. So, so you see it as a consciousness thing. Um, yes. Yeah. And that's a really interesting way to think about it because how the academic world takes it up is called respectability politics. And respectability politics is, you know, it stems from Christian values being passed down on how you're supposed to behave in order to be seen um, closer in, in proximity to, um, to whiteness. And for women, black women, um, our proximity specifically to white female respectability. Um, and so to see her that way, there's women that are, are able to hear her, but if she was angry and she has every right to be angry, she would then be labeled what? Everyone could almost say it as a chorus, the angry black woman. And so we it's- We need to just embrace that because we ain't. We have we have anger, but I think yeah, that I mean, what Zavara is offering is a wonderful solution mm -hmm. in the sense that we can elevate to a higher consciousness and use our anger as a way of um, mobilizing what's happening inside of us um, for the good. Is that I don't I don't mean to woman speak for you, but <laughs> I think. <laughs> You won't mind? <laughs> Praise like God. Like what Audrey Lord speaks of. Okay, tell us. What does, can you pass the mic to yes. your sister? <laughs> okay, so Audrey Lord, the, the author. The author, yeah. She just, she just basically said that you can't dismantle, when she talks about not dismantling the, the, master. the master's house with the master's tools. Right. Um, but she does have a write-up about that. We have a right to be angry. We do, but um, in the way we do it is very important. And that we must um, equip ourselves with the verbiage in order to incite change with our We can't just be angry. We can't just be angry. Anybody on Get Vocal angry? Oh, Kinte has something to say. You can, re you can, re oh, he's going to come on. You can speak for yourself, Kinte. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I, do agree <laughs> with that. I agree with that. The the brother, though, who said, uh, Steve Harvey's is cooning for uh, the next generation, BS. He's cooning, uh, coons are selfish. They know there's no, um, there's no, uh, uh, coon that is cooning for the the good of the community that's bs so uh i don't i don't subscribe i don't know i think um okay what does anyone else have something to say because i i kind of have something to say about that but go ahead um i think like playing the game of like how someone deals with respectability politics is so i don't want to use the word stupid but so stupid because Every single one of us is in a different field. Every single one of us is in a different job. And every single one of us should be focused on whether it's building generational wealth for the people around us, whether it's standing up. Like, I think how each particular person focuses on dealing with the issue of respectability, it's not your place to tell them. Like, maybe I want to go work on Bay Street, and when I work on Bay Street, then I'm going to give, I'm going to start a scholarship or something. And if I, if I have to sell my soul to work on Bay Street and open the door that way. That's your choice. Think, yeah. And if I want to go out and protest and oh, stand in front of a water cannon, and maybe I want to do both. Like, I think there's multiplicity in that. So I think yeah. A lot of that. No, that's weird. But that's, um, that's good. I think that it's not someone's place 
to say something. I mean, to well, it's a free country, so why can't they? You can say it, but how is that um, like working towards yeah, like us working together? Me just standing there and calling him a coon, like, yes, maybe he is, maybe I think he is, but like, he's a coon who has money, and now Lori Harvey can do whatever she wants. You know what I mean? Like, like, and sure, like, I don't know, like there, like you can coon, and then, but me standing there and like throwing eggs at him and calling him a coon doesn't do anything to further what I'm doing or what he's doing or what anyone else. And if, if Monique wants to sit there and she wants to do it this way, maybe then 10 years down the line, Zendaya is going to be somewhere and she won't have to go through the same thing. So, like, I think you just have to accept that people are going to deal with it differently in every way. Wait, you have something to say to that, Kinte? No? I think that... um. Wait. Go ahead. No, what I would say to that is, I mean, what... I mean, What's, I don't understand what's so great about Lori Harvey having money. I mean, so what? Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, look, has I, Steve Harvey not done anything for the black community? I mean, I don't, I don't know his I'm stats. Sure. I've never. Maybe I'm not, I'm not saying that like money and that like working within the capitalist system should be the end goal, but I think that we can't assume that, like, we can't pretend that we live in a vacuum and that ethics and integrity are the only thing that matter. Like. At some point, you do have to, you do have to move different when you have generational wealth and when you have that money. And maybe your daughter is going to become an IG girl, um, <laughs> IG model, IG model. Yeah. yeah. And stay off the pole, girl. Stay <laughs> off the pole. <laughs> and like, like I'm not saying like, star, yeah. Like, and I'm not saying like that's the only like, option. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what we should aspire to have every black woman do, every black man do. But I'm saying like maybe we have different end points of where we want our kids to go in terms of generational wealth and it's more that like they can move any way they want to move if that makes sense that makes sense yeah of course it makes sense <laughs> we hear you, yeah, yeah, you it, but it, wendy it has totally something to say. makes sense but i think that it goes faster and it's more effective if we move together because we've been moving separately for so many centuries um that that's what's causing the disconnect yeah. right so you Sure, I am all for do do what you want to do or whatever. But like, I'm not for supporting people like what's his face, the boxer that just Mary goes into the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Mary just comes Weather. out of line and says, "I want to do what <laughs> yeah, I like, want to do." Do you know what I mean? Because then it 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 it, it takes away from furthering our initiative. You know, like we need to see what the Jewish community is doing. Okay. They do not do things without each other, yeah. and they keep excelling. Like, you know, we have our own. The thing is, when we're in trouble, we come to each other's aid faster than anyone. Right? So I just hope it sticks and we continue moving like a flock of birds as opposed to, okay, you good now? And then we, we dissipate again. Right? Mm -hmm. So I totally understand about individual individuality and how you think about life. But at the end of the day, if you're not together, then we are easily attacked. I think it's the judgment conversation, yeah. right? Yeah, go, go ahead, Matt. Okay. So to your point, um, just the just the overall question, what is the parallel? Like, where do we, where do we, like, where do we say that we side and where do we say that we not side? I get the individuality thing where there's one individual, like, that, that does something. And then I get, like, to the, the togetherness. So where do, where, like where do we 
we draw the line. Like everybody has a personal lens. You know what I mean? Everybody supports things. Everybody doesn't support things. Like I may have a different opinion than you, mm -hmm. for example. Just and I and I get the idea of like rooting for everybody black is I totally support that, but I also see things from the other side. So I it's guess called it's called a marriage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a marriage. It's called a marriage, you know. <laughs> I just wanted to add into individuality and support to our sister on the way In the process of society trying to move away from the oppressive system chakras of Sometimes we tend to forget that some of the value systems that we embody don't really represent us as people. Oh. Even when we look around and we see examples of other people, like she mentioned Jewish administration, different Caucasian folks in Europe. If you look at Chinese folks, uh, Asians, they do tend to have their ways of uh, uh, doing their thing. So idea of individuality, besides being not very African, but it's not human in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I can give you a simple example. Only creatures that can claim to be, oh, I'm an individual, I can do my own thing, are the ones that who are born and stand up and walk. Mm -hmm. If you can't do that, someone is taking care of you for 12, months and then you stand up mm. and then two years you start talking mm. then individuality doesn't fit that equation mm. unless you're trained by uh, society and then you're forgetting the, the real essence of self which is always them mm. it's all about them mm. whatever you do me then the little ones and then society expands so human don't seem to remember them Simple equation. It's a very good point. <laughs> that was so simple. So, like, we have about um, <laughs> how much time do we have left um, for the conversation? Right? Uh, the time just is. We have 10 minutes yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. We have 10 minutes left. Were you going to say something about different things? <laughs> do we have that time? Okay. So you can join That's, on Sunday and, uh, and listen just, in. Just a just touch on on what you were just saying it's like the difference between selflessness and selfishness like like at the end of the day we're all about money. Mm -hmm. yes yeah and i mean i mean there's like a respect thing and like i get what she's saying about that but it's no, but mm -hmm. this, but this is i think you made this point mike in that it might be it might be an integrity thing for her but I think you and Olenike were saying that we have to stand for something at some point. So while it is about money, she deserved the money. So therefore, she took a stand for it. And how she acted in, in, in wanting and in, in demanding that kind of respect to get it was being criticized, I think, in large part because she was a black woman, but also it... it him, what what Steve Harvey's response to it, cooning as we're all calling it, mm -hmm. he, it's his right to coon, is from what I'm hearing from John Paul. But 
it's our responsibility not to judge him for cooning, I think is what mm -hmm. um, Zavara is trying to say and what you also were trying to say. So, Rico, what did you want to, want to jump in on? Because I haven't heard you yet. I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, uh, how, you know, Monique is, I think she's in the right for kind of like saying, you know, put the ban on. Um, and Steve Harvey is kind of like in the wrong. Um, because he talks about, he, he, the only point he, he got across was, I'm going to do it. What about my family? What about my grandchildren? What about my children? And it's like, if he supports Monique to not get short, selling it to sell herself short, right? Um, what, would that do, what would that do to his children? I don't think it would do anything. <laughs> you know, You're right. um, he kind of fell off. Like, I don't think he's got like a, like he was going to get back to like, the Steve Harvey of like, you know, 10, 20 years ago or something like that. Like, he's never going to be as popular as he once was. Um, <laughs> oh, you don't want to play that video. Wow. Yeah. They, he has a comedy um, sketch where he's like going in about him. Give me four million and I'll be a monkey. And like, that, those, that's a quote from him. That's a, that's a, not me. Like, that's him. And he's talking about like, oh, you know, there's a different way to do it. I don't even think there is a different way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, if they can short sell money, then they can short sell um, lesser. Um, thank you. Black, black um, yeah, uh, artist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. And yeah. comics, yeah. And remember, Wanda Sykes, mm -hmm. they did it to her first. Yeah. Yes. With yeah. Netflix. And Wanda Sykes gave to her, move on, girl, because you know what I mean? Just go to another network. And that, I think it would be good because you know what? Mm -hmm. She actually has like a lot of uh, power and influence, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, if, <laughs> if it was like, if it was a lesser known black comedian or, you know, whatever. No one, yeah, and that right there, see, like me, so the word coon, the, da the dangers of that word is, is, is it has impeded like our, um, our um, emancipation because every single time that we try to break free, what happens is that somebody who is, um, whose idea of trying to su just survive and you know, make sure that we, we survive, that mindset. It really stops and it stops revolutions. So like you had the Nat like Nat Turners and stuff like way back when they tried to start revolutions. It was like people who were afraid to basically like you know what break this cycle of like oppression that we're, we're going through that 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 stopped him. So when you look at it, for me the dangers in that is it's not about the individual choosing this and like it's beyond that because our ancestors did not choose to come on this land by by themselves. They were brought here, so like, so that means that somewhere along the the, the uh, history, on the other side, somebody's ancestor must have decided, you know what, like whatever like they're going through is enough, and they're going to make a move. They're going to make a power move to go and enslave other people's ancestors and basically like, make them work. Now they've created this system in which like they have made our, our mindsets feel, you know, comfortable or like wanting to survive that we don't ch like challenge the, the the status quo. So it's like for me, when when I use the term coon. I like I use it because ideologies like that. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll <laughs> see you later, so Shakira. I, ideologies such as Steve, which I respect him because like he's trying to survive, but I think we're in the game to to to, to try to thrive and not survive. So if I want the next generation, such as um, the two kids that are there, to thrive, I gotta basically like, start taking a stance as to the things I'm going to tolerate and what, like Monique said, my integrities are. I, I then got to start thinking about what is important to me. And this system has placed money, capitalism, 
as being God. So everybody's trying to do like get that to, to survive. And when you look at if we're trying to go back to basically like the continent or like our, our ancestors and stuff, we gotta basically like break this. Like it's like for me, I I, I am in a place I, I must acknowledge my privilege. I'm in a place where I'm a single um 31 year old like, like like male with no with no children. So like I, I can speak from a certain place. So it was like on one end, I can understand Steve's mindset. However, though, like I think, in coming together in spaces such as this, then like we, we get to see solutions. Because when you talk about Oprah, Lee Daniels, and um, Tyler Perry, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of influence right there. But their mindset is, is still enslaved, and they are not basically coming together and thinking, "Hey, how can we cut these chains?" That because if it's money, they got them. They got a lot of money. If it's people and reach, like. If they were to basically like uh, put up a good message, I'm pretty sure we would support because like now we're on that that, that Wakanda ship. But then they're, they're not thinking about moving like that because the mindset of trying to survive and not disturb the boat is very much alive, such as Steve, Steve Harvey was saying. Oh yeah, he did say like you know you can't you know uh, help anybody if you're broke. Like, yeah. There's no way that Monique is broke. Yo. <laughs> no, comics especially off of being short sold for like whatever whatever she was short sold as. Like traitor to, to liberation because at, at the end of the day, like when when you look at like human beings, right? Like like when you think about who we are as human beings, are like I I believe that our main goal is to be, which is like to be free completely. So now, if you you like anything that comes up, like Kint is saying, then you you are a traitor to me, like 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 because you are compromising, and you haven't like dignity in yourself and like respect like respecting yourself because of like like basically like the way that you have been tricked or taught, and for me that's what it is, and and I understand that's my privilege, my walk, and yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, there's like three minutes left, Rico. I'm sorry you were gonna say something again. I just to keep the mic because oh. what I want to leave us all with is something, one thing that we can do differently from here. We we've shared a lot of information, and now what is it that we're gonna do differently moving forward as a result of having this conversation and and get vocal? We're gonna keep talking to you guys on Sunday about some of these issues. And you're, all of you in the audience are welcome to join the conversation online. As you can see, no one filled the spot, so you, that could be you on Sunday. But I know for me, I'm in a position as registrar here at the University of Toronto. And um, so I'm also in a privileged position somewhat. But what does, does anyone ever consider what it requires for me to hold that position, especially as a black woman? And, Quite frankly, the only black female registrar in this university's history. So yeah. that's not <laughs> no, that's that's powerful. That's powerful. I didn't I didn't say it for class. Yeah, but, but it's very powerful. <laughs> okay, but at the same time, it's an incredibly um, lonely and difficult road mm -hmm. to to go through. Um, I'm constantly second guessed. And what makes it worse is that I'm non-traditional as it is, right? So I'll rock my locks and my baseball cap backwards right in my job as sitting at my desk. But I'm working with students that, <laughs> you think that's funny? <laughs> I'm working with students that I want to relate to. Um, this is my experience also. And so, but when I'm constantly second-guessed, constantly asked, he really thinks that's funny. Um, 
you know, to justify my actions and the things that I do, it's really difficult. So in terms of cooning, um, I coon for a purpose, but I'm not really cooning because I'm not a traitor, as Kinte says. I'm not a traitor. I'm actually just working undercover. Um, so I take what I'm what I'm doing and I teach the students that I have how to navigate the system so that they know how to work undercover also. And so that's what I'm going to continue to do. That's what I'm going to take. Um, we can go one by one and say what we're going to take and then like close it down, shut it down. Before we do that, I just want to give another shout out to iLive Radio for taping this conversation for us, to the Black Grad Student Association for helping to promote us. God, I have to give a shout out to my friend Candace, who always wants to keep me on point because she, she thinks she's inside my brain. But I know that I need to give love. Come on. This is my best friend who runs Chris Jerk in Toronto, Canada. How can I ever forget? And all of you lucky people in here are going to get to partake in what she has to offer. I'm sorry again. Get vocal. Um, but don't worry. I'm going to come. We're going to come to your cities. I know that Elephant Room is going to make an impact and come to your cities and we'll be able to bring some food to you guys. Um, but Boogie, what do you want to take? Maybe we should go to the, to the audience and then we can end with you and you close sure, it off. No yeah. Okay, Rico, you got the mic. What are you going to do differently moving forward? You know, one or two words and then pass the mic. Perfect. Focusing more on supporting other people. Can just go quick. Um, well, I, I also wanted to think about um, like realizing or working on all of these things that are going on to my subconscious. And being responsible and being responsibly aware of how my subconscious is taking control of all the time. Awesome. And all of these things that, these stereotypes and these paradigms that I'm putting in place. Amazing. Ola Nikkei. Well, getting all the facts before I put my food. Perfect. John Paul. Thinking of how. Come closer. Um, thinking of. Um, how the ripple effects of how I treat other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes I think it's easy to slip into only thinking of yourself. It's mm -hmm. true. I guess. Um... <laughs> I had it good. Adding to the, the, the snowball effect of like re right. a revolution at the same time. Um, so that means I guess supporting a business or even creating my own revolution within my own people. Just adding to those. But um, I'll just say that just quick story like my mom, she came to Canada, was the only black worker at Mrs. Baba Hospital, wow. like the whole hospital. And um, she encouraged me to go to nursing school and to now I'm a school teacher. And now there's clinical placements in Ontario that, as a black woman, I'm scared to go. Wow. And my mom encouraged me, and other black people encouraged me. Like, I'm currently in Cambridge Hospital, and I'm in orientation. I was the only black person sitting there in Cambridge. Wow. <laughs> so, like Monique, like when she says that she's being blackballed, and just like, you know, like when you're in these educational systems I'm, there's only three black people in my entire cohort at this program at university of toronto three black humans in the master's of nursing program yeah so it's not being scared by netflix not being scared by cambridge hospital not being scared 
scared by EFT saying mm -hmm. black women, this isn't for me. Right. No, it is for me. Like mm -hmm. my mom was just like, I'm here. Right. Be uncomfortable. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. That yeah. now the hospital, if, if it was mentioned the saga, it's, it's no big deal. Right. Mm -hmm. So the same way I, I, I'm taking from this, I'm like, you gotta keep going. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward. I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I'm supposed to, what were you saying about um, respect? Like, I'm supposed to act a certain yeah. way, but you know, yeah. speak a certain way. I have to sound a certain way on the phone. Hi, nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? In right. order to yeah. have it's, money for you're my just, children. You're just undercover. Mm -hmm. Because, undercover. yeah, you gotta be woke and mm -hmm. undercover. 100%. Mm -hmm. So keep moving forward. Don't get scared. Keep fighting, Tony. Okay. Mm -hmm. Behind a lot of help, and um, they've been struggling, and as you guys would say, doing for hundreds of years, just trying to stay alive in in the system of Canada. So, so it's not easy, and sometimes, as young people call it, you know, they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people. Before and like I said, mm -hmm. my first speech is from the back to homelessness. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it's like to be homeless. Mm -hmm. And so when you do get to a place of privilege, you try to hang on to it for your children, your grandchildren, and the other ones that come behind, and you expect better for them, and you try to go both things. Right. Okay. Mm. Ra, it's okay because you're too far and you don't understand. We have to get out of here. <laughs> not that you're not. I want you to just come closer so that you can share what you have to say. I guess this is pretty awesome. Just um, I feel like if you want to talk about priorities and maybe she would prioritize some of my issues, um, for me, like I would want to be out there and let it be known that I'm one of the first black females to do so yeah go undercover right just to put yourself out there and let inspire maybe someone who's watching to see that hey I can do this do this too so sacrifice an extra five hundred thousand just to be out there like I feel like she could have maybe humbled herself just a little bit just to be out there situations myself um, and then I'm and then I just had a thought with all my um, there's two thoughts in my head of my situation that I'm currently working on is to unapologetically speak my truth and don't, and don't let anybody try to silence me and I can't so what I'm what, what I'm seeing this and what I've said previously about me I can't filter for that actually because if I'm looking at myself, I'm doing the exact same thing. So, yeah, it's 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 quite interesting. I just got a revelation. I mean, right. uh -huh. the word, the word lies. Very much just like to continue uh, being a member of the community and uh, helping as much as I can. Like, I've learned a lot in the past year too. Like, I'd like to continue learning. Amazing. So, uh, Yes, I can. Okay. Um, I just had a discussion earlier with Kathy, 
Um, I would say that the one takeaway is just not to judge. Um, yeah. Not to judge each other. I feel like we, we're so quick to like jump down each other's throats and we don't know the full story. We don't know we don't know Steve Harvey or me. Yeah, just 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 to like step back and like try to be uh you know, have a little perspective and like think about maybe there's other things. There are other things that they're going through. They're they have experienced stuff like this. They're witnessing things every day that are different. So just not to judge, not to judge someone's struggle or what they're what they're fighting for, what they're not fighting for. Because we don't know. Then Boogie has the last word, and then we're going to close down the, the room. Peace and, and we'll see you Sunday at 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I'm just um, happy to be here and see this uh, movement growing. I'm really grateful to be part of the process. Um, what I would take home, which was the uh, initial call, is I'm involved in film, videography, graphics, animation, such and such. So in my area, I take upon myself to learn more about our issues and translate my material and work based on our original principles in order to uplift, elevate, teach, learn, and share. Well, I wasn't here from the beginning, so I can just uh, piggyback on what I've been hearing so far. For me, I'm still thinking. I'm still trying to mark up the picture. I think if I'm getting it correctly, it's spending $10 million per month. $500,000. $500,000 per month. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking leadership is in this business of really valuing Come on, Alicia. Girl, you need to say something. Brayden, how are you going to be better moving forward? What are you going to do to lead in the world? Thank you. All right. that's, and that's all we can ask. Mm -hmm. So I'm um, thank thank everybody for um for coming. Um, my last point is like I, I love this. I love places that look like this. And the thing we have so much talent already within here. So my, my strategy is like whenever we come together is to network. Like I don't like he said he does video. I don't know what you do. But I don't know what you do. And so basically once we come together and we, we show our skills, we build communities like that. And that's how we we build independence and agency as well. So that's my whole thing. I'm organizing a march. Uh, I have more, more information in regards to that. And basically, yeah, like um, we're going to build our own network and community. I'm for inclusion, but we have to know ourselves before we include ourselves in anything. Okay, so just, just one last point is to say that this Sunday at 3 p.m., if you follow the Elephant Room on Facebook, we have a Facebook page. Uh, if you're on Instagram, we are at the Elephant Room TV. 
If you want to follow the Black Rat Student Association, they are at BGSA underscore U of T. And iLive Radio is iLiveRadio.com, right? iLiveRadio.com. And you can also follow Chris Jerk Bistro on uh, in Instagram as well. And um, Kinte, we want to give you love and yeah. shout outs as well. Feel free to share amongst yourselves your contact information online. We'll be happy to share that information through with the people here in Toronto. Um, yeah, it's been a really great show. I'm sorry you missed a lot of the conversation, but we'll, I, I'm sure this is going to be the beginning of many, many more conversations. So thank you all. We'll see you on Sunday at 3. And thank you, you two, as well. Thank you. 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 Thank